hasn't it? The problem is this. God's truth isn't based on whether you and I believe it or not. It's still true even if you and I don't believe it because God cannot lie. God said it. That settles it. God does not need us to be a part of an equation to give reliability to his word. If God said it, that settles it. He wants us to believe it. He wants us to trust his word. He wants us to embrace it. But remember, God doesn't need us to feel more secure. But I dare say we really need God to be secure. But he doesn't need us. He loves to hear our praises, but even without them. What did Jesus said, say? He said, if people refuse to praise me, the rocks will cry out and give me praise. Remember, Jesus isn't dependent on us. He wants us to be dependent upon him. What are some of those fiery darts that Satan will throw and fire our way? I believe one is, is fear. Just that sense of fear. We're told in his word, he's not given us spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Jesus said, fear not because I am with you. I love this story in the Bible. Peter's in prison and the angel goes in to free Peter. And, and Peter's name is called up, but Peter's asleep. Peter was at peace. He wasn't afraid. And the Bible tells us that the angel smote Peter, hit Peter to wake him up. And, and Peter then was able to leave. But Peter experienced peace. He wasn't afraid. It's been said that there are 365 times in the Bible when God tells us not to be afraid. So he's given us plenty of reasons, and he's given us one for every day. Another fiery dart could be doubt. There are times when we doubt God's ability to work in a situation. There are times when we doubt maybe even who God is. I think there are moments in our life where we have a, a crisis of faith. We wouldn't necessarily admit it to somebody else, but it's there. We're struggling with it. We doubt who God is. We doubt what God is capable of do doing. We doubt sometimes even what God has done. And there are times when we doubt ourselves also. We doubt of who God has already said we are. We doubt the fact that we are accepted. We doubt the fact that we are loved. Because oftentimes we see ourselves the way we see ourselves, not the way God sees us. But we doubt ourselves. Sometimes people will doubt their salvation. Let me say this. I don't believe it's necessary to lead somebody to Christ and then spend 25 years convincing them they are a Christian. Because maybe there are sometimes people who haven't come to that point of trusting in Jesus Christ. Last week, Angie Shervon shared her testimony before she was baptized. And she mentioned that she had come to jams. And let me say this. Some of our jams leaders that are here today, we love it when students come to Christ come to faith in Christ. But we also know there are going to be times when they're not ready yet. And our responsibility isn't to get, get them to say, just pray with me. And then to convince them that what they did was real. 
But Angie mentioned she didn't really understand everything and she got to high school and it clicked. She understood. And she embraced Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to see happen. But we have those doubts. And sometimes the fiery doubt could just, or rather the fiery dart is confusion. But I love this because God tells us that he is not the author of confusion. Another piece of armor is the helmet of salvation. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17, we read and take on the helmet of salvation. What is it that protects my mind from evil? It's salvation. When I put on salvation, I get a whole new mind. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't have him in your life, if you're still outside the family, you have zero protection from Satan, none whatsoever. Satan is not afraid of your words. He is not afraid of your thoughts. He is afraid of God's word. Satan is afraid of what God thinks. He is afraid of, of who God is. It is salvation that protects your mind and my mind. It's a helmet of salvation. The Bible says this in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Keep your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. That means when Satan shoots a dart of doubt in your mind, go, I'm not going to believe that. I've got the helmet of salvation on. Instead, I'm going to think this. You cannot choose what happens to you. You cannot choose everything that will happen to you. But you and I can choose what we think about. You have 100% control over that. When you choose to think on things that are good and true and right and just, when you choose to think on the Word of God, you're putting on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation prevents a divided mind. James chapter 1, verse 8 tells us, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And it also prevents a discouraged mind. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Isn't that awesome? That when a person has Jesus Christ in their life, there is a sense of hope beyond them. That hope in salvation, and it's not just hoping with reality that in 25 years, if I live to be that long, I'm going to get to spend eternity with Jesus. It's knowing that salvation also guarantees that Jesus is going to walk through life with me. It guarantees that Jesus is going into battle with me. I don't have to do this alone. I don't have to go into battle alone. Well, there's one piece of the armor that's not meant just for defense. It's meant for offense. And we're told, take this sword of the spirit with you. It's an offensive weapon. We're told that soldiers would hone and, and work with their swords. In fact, swords would be designed so they could be used by the person with skill and precision that was using them. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When Jesus was tempted, one of the times he said to Satan, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. God's word. 
I believe it's important for us to memorize God's word. It's a part of our life. It's usable when it's needed. But I also realize this. When you and I spend time in God's word, there are times when you may think you have a difficult time memorizing. You may think you have a difficult time retaining it. But you'll notice, maybe when Pastor Arnold's sharing a verse, or I am, or Pastor Ken, you start to say the verse with us. Because that verse is there. God's able to bring it to remembrance. God's working it in your life. How many people in here like M&M's? Anybody? Anybody like M&M's? How many of you are like me? I really don't know what an M&M tastes like. Because when I put an M&M in my mouth, or more than one, I sort of do the one-chew swallow. So I do not appreciate the M&M. And sometimes we will do that with God's Word. We will do a flyby, and you could even say, I didn't get anything out of it. I can't remember that. Well, I believe God not only wants us to memorize His Word, to allow it to be a part of us, I believe God wants us to meditate on it, to spend a little bit of time with it, and it's amazing because I know there are people who follow the commercial about M&M's. They melt in your mouth, not in your hands. Because you could have that M&M in your mouth and you sort of take off the coating and then the chocolate. You know what that tastes like. When we meditate on God's Word, we're spending a little bit of time with it. We discover more of really what He is saying. One of the best M&M's you could ever partake of doesn't come in the package. It's memorizing God's word and meditating on it. The Lord will bring to remembrance what you've been taking in. And one of the amazing things about the armor is God wants us to put it on in prayer. He doesn't expect us to do it alone. It's not saying, okay, I'll strap on the belt of truth and go out and run into the battle of life. Face your giants that you're afraid of. God says, hey, Al, I'm a part of this. I'm going to suit you up. You can't do this on your own. Mark O'Brien, in a, a book that he wrote, No Easy Day, tells about his experiences as a as SEAL and a member of SEAL Team 6. He didn't use his real name to write the book. He didn't use many of the real names of his comrades in the book. He didn't give away any secretive tactics that they use. But at the end of the book, he mentioned this. One of the reasons he wrote the book, No Easy Day, was to encourage others to live for a purpose greater than themselves. In their families being the husband or wife, son or daughter, grandmother or grandfather, aunt or uncle, that they need to be, living for a purpose greater than themselves in their community and the lives around them, and possibly in the country. Jesus is able to equip us to do just that. And he does want us to live for a purpose greater than ourselves. He tells us, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Let's all stand. Father, today we...
we come before you and, and God, we, we know that we can't face the many battles of life alone. They're just too big. Sometimes we're just so overwhelmed. And God, I ask that God, you would suit us up to face the battles. Thank you, God, for the armor you have for us. And God, I ask that through your mighty power, you'd put it on us. You might be here today and it, it might be that you've never experienced Christ's unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness. It might be that you've come in today and, and you don't know for sure you're going to spend eternity in heaven when you, you take your final breath. Today we want you to know you can be more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ by allowing Jesus Christ to be a part of your life. And if you're here today and you want Jesus Christ to be your Savior, you want Him to be the one who fights the battles with you and for you, I'm just going to ask that you would, the best you can, say, Jesus, I know I've sinned. And Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Jesus, I ask you to be a part of my life. Jesus, help me to follow you, to learn from you, and to live for you. Thank you, Jesus, for going with me. In Jesus' name, amen. Above all kings, above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man. 